thank you for joining us on the Moms for America podcast. I'm Debbie Carlitis, and we are so glad that you are here today. You know, when moms get together, we inspire one another. And we're here today to support each other, encourage each other, and the greatest work that we will ever do, and that's being a mother. So we have a really great guest today. I know I say this every week, but she's a special mama to me. Um, I met her a few years ago. She actually is a friend of Moms for America. She was a featured guest speaker at one of our Mom Talk events. Um, And she is a great resource for you as a mother. So you're going to want to take some notes. You want to get connected with Mona. Um, Mona is an author. She is a speaker. She's a mom coach. She's the host of the Moms Like Us Do Things. Wait a minute. Let me get that. The Moms Like Us Do Things Like This live show. That's a mouthful, Mona. (laughs) And she's the founder of the Moms Like Us Academy. She is a special, special friend. And I am so glad that she is here joining us today. Welcome, Mona. Hi there. I am so (laughs) excited to be with you. I love Moms for America and I love you. And I'm so happy to talk to the moms today. The thing that I love about you, Mona, is your spirit Mm -hmm. and your wealth of wisdom. And that's what we need as moms. And that's what we need just always to be learning. So before we get started about all the good mom stuff, would you tell us a little bit about the Corwin family? I, I, I love kind of finding out who's a grandma, who's not, how many kids, what you're doing. So give us a little intro to your family. Okay. Well, I'm Mona Corwin and um, I have been married to my man for over 40 years. We met in high school in Mrs. Parker's English class. And the joke stands that that's why I am, I have run on sentences because I wasn't listening to Mrs. Parker. (laughs) We also have five kids and um, two are bio boys and biological boys and three are adopted into our heart girls. We have two daughter-in-laws, which we call them daughter-in-loves because Mm -hmm. they are in, we're in love with them. They're amazing. And we have two G baby boys and um, I live here in Dallas and I love my family. And like most of you, I wanted my marriage to succeed and I didn't want to screw up my kids. And so, yeah, I wish I had had moms for America. And I had had, um, you know, the moms like us Academy, because it was kind of a struggle for me at the beginning, but I made it and you can too. Yeah. Well, sometimes I guess we wish that mothering came with a manual, but a lot of it is learning on the way. Every family is different. Every child is different. Every marriage is different. Every situation is different. So we need lots of input. We need lots of mentoring. Um, We were just talking about this before we went went live here that mentoring is a biblical principle. I mean, we should be inspiring and teaching one another. So let's talk a little bit about your mission. You say that you want to help moms crush it at motherhood instead of motherhood crushing them. Yes. And that is exactly, (laughs) exactly what you can feel like. You can feel like I'm, I am, I'm being crushed by this. And there, one of the things that I find is that a lot of moms they're struggling. They're silently, um, silently struggling. They're embarrassed, and they think that they're just one more yelling match, one more mistake away from being exposed as the worst mom ever. 
And it's because they, their expectation is that I should know this. Mm -hmm. I'm a woman. I should know how to do this. Or my kids should be listening to me. Oh, well, everybody thinks that, but news for you, that ain't going to happen. We we just have to work around that. Right. (laughs) Because sometimes kids don't, don't listen. But the point is, is that when you feel like that, you feel like you're the only one and you feel ashamed Mm -hmm. and you feel alone. And the truth is you do not have to know it all. You will not know it all. And as, and as you keep going along more and more, you will find out that you really don't know what the next step is. Even when you have five kids, like I do, um, you know, the third one was different than the first and the, and the, second one never did what the fifth one did. And, <laughs> you know, you're like, what is going on? But that's why mentoring is so important. Let's talk about your calling for mentoring moms. And um, I'm just always so inspired by you. You'll give me little tidbits. In fact, when I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, I said, oh, a story you shared about with you, your husband and your daughter actually happened with my husband and my daughter. And, and when we share these stories and we, we all know that we're in this, um, this, this battle, it's, it, it, I don't want to say it's a battleground, but it's a journey, motherhood. So how did you end up being a mom mentor? How did this happen? I mean, obviously God called you mm-hmm. um, and he knew that you had a special place in your heart with other mamas. So how did this happen? Well, the first thing that happened was I got saved mm-hmm. when I was 19 years old and um, it was in a church that I didn't attend. But where I worked, I had I had been invited to this church. And so I got saved that Sunday and I went back to work and nobody even asked me if I had a Bible like the no, the woman that should have come along because she was the pastor's wife. I mean, she should have come along and like checked on me. Right. Right. She never did. And so the discipleship for me as a believer was not there. And so I had an immense um, desire to learn, but I didn't know how to do it. And you don't know what you don't know. Right. So when I finally figured out like what this whole Jesus thing was about and learning how to pray and all of that, I learned from older women. Mm -hmm. And I thought this is never going to happen to anybody that I meet. That's a new, a new Christian or new believer. Well, that just kind of folded in when I became a mom. And when I became a mom, I'm like, okay, now I'm a mom. Now I'm a new mom. Somebody, I needed to find an older mom to help me. And as I did, I realized that that was my go-to, but it's biblical in Titus, in Titus two, it talks about the older women teaching the younger, younger women. women yes. And it actually explains exactly what they're supposed to teach them. So I thought, huh? okay, I know a girl that just had a baby. Let's go through this list. And in my own simple way, I started mentoring moms and um, it just kind of became more and more. And I always knew I would do something for moms because stay at home moms, especially um, were kind of not kind of, they are devalued. And the feminist movement was moving really hot and heavy in the, in the eighties. When I had my, uh, uh, some of my kids, I, I, it seems like I'm having kids my whole life, but, um, and now your grandma, and now I'm a grandma. So, so you're yeah. pouring so, under your, into your grandchildren. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're not getting away from me. That's for sure. <laughs> but as, as I watched that, I could see that the, 
that it was devalued. And I knew how important it was. And so, um, yeah, I always knew that I would do something for moms. And over the years, I absolutely have done a lot of those things. And the Academy is the conglomeration of, of it all. So, all right, well, let's talk a little bit about the things that are important to be sharing with moms. Um, obviously, a new mom is different than a mom that has a teenager. Oh, There's all these different seasons of life. Now, I have a, a 23, a 21, and a 16-year-old. Obviously, that's a whole different situation. I got my first one getting married. Um, you know, in college and in high school, it's different than we have the little ones. But I think sometimes that when, when moms... Well, one, we sometimes there's not the church. The church isn't mentoring. So that's why a program like yours is so important. Um, that's why Moms for America is so important. When we encourage moms to get together and inspire one another and share our greatest stories, um, that's where things really happen. Because if we don't, we're really on an island. And you say something here, too. Your motherhood isn't a natural talent. It's a skill, and you have to learn it. And I think that sometimes moms feel like, well, I'm a mom. I should know this. My yeah. kids should do this. This should happen. And and you and I think even you have this idea that when you're going to be a mom, this is the way it's going to go. Well, it doesn't go that way. And like you said, every child is different. Every situation isn't. This culture is different. The difference between my 16-year-old and my 23-year-old, holy smokes. I mean, I, I'm battling things that weren't here seven years prior to that. So talk about this looking at it as, as getting our skills together as a mom. Yeah. It doesn't take us very long to figure out that we don't have the skills to do this. All we have to do is like be in the wheelchair being taken out to the car. Right. And we're like, you're going to let me take this kid home. Like, I don't know <laughs> what to do. Right. Unfortunately, and hopefully you have a mom and auntie, somebody coming alongside to kind of help you know how to bathe the baby and all of that. But we still have to learn as we go. We do. And there isn't a school for moms. Well, I guess there is now with the academy, but I mean, there isn't a degree that you can get in, in um, being motherhood or marriage. And we're not supposed to be winging it. When you wing yes. it, you're going to lose your momentum. You're going to get stuck. And then you feel frustrated, embarrassed, and all the things, and you feel overwhelmed. And you believe the lie that this is just a mess. Debbie, the narrative, the negative narrative that motherhood is a messy thing. It's an awful thing. It's the drink wine until the kids go to bed at night thing. That's a lie. It's a lie that the culture has put out. Motherhood is too sweet of a season. Just struggling all the time. I love that. Too sweet, too sweet of a season. And then, 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 and that's it. We do get kind of, we get sidetracked or we feel discouraged. And it is really, I mean, think about this. God is giving you this life and you got a chance to raise this. Mm-hmm. What a big amen. And it, it, it really is a beautiful thing. So we want to inspire moms. What are some of the struggles that you're seeing? I mean, COVID, this has been just a crazy, crazy year. Uh, I know you were so concerned. You did a lot of different lives, a lot of dressing the moms. What did you see and where are we now with, with the moms and just kind of coming out of this crazy fog of COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, first of all, nobody ever asks what a stay-at-home mom does anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Because when we all got locked down, done to the done, we yes. kind of homeschooling, it. everything, homeschooling. right? Nobody ever asked, what do you do all day? Right. <laughs> now they all know exactly <laughs> what we do all day. Yeah. Um, so I did see a lot of uh, frustrated moms, especially right. moms that were working from, and they had to work from home, whether they were just working mm -hmm. part-time or full-time. Um, and I saw the frustration of them trying, being able to try to do everything at one time. And that is eased up. And yeah. as we're coming out of this, um, we, I'm seeing moms that are much more attuned to what's going on in their schools, mm -hmm. what the curriculum is, and how they weren't really happy with what they were teaching the kids from the school. Right. And they weren't really content with the things that they were seeing. And there is nothing like a mama that is thinking that their kids are getting a good education and they find out in actuality, this isn't a good education at all. Right. And now we have all the critical race theory that's coming out. And the all sex, the sex education. I went to my school oh. board meeting for the first time. Um, hmm. Yeah, last uh, last month. So there is a lot of stuff that it's coming out and we're like, what in the world is going on? But but I think too now, we summer's here. We're, we're, we've got a kind of a fresh feeling with our kids. We can go outside. The masks are, yep. are relaxed. But but there still is some kind of um, some cleanup, I feel like, that we're still, some of the kids are still um, dealing with having no friends, no social activities. So we really... As moms, we have to even come alongside our children and even be more involved and really more helping them. Yeah, this is this is another reason. And I, I just want to make a point here that when God decided to send his son to the earth, he didn't put him in academia. He didn't put him in a village for everybody to have input. He put them in the arms of a mother. He put them. He put Jesus in the arms of a mother protected by a father inside of a family. God designed family for purpose mm -hmm. and for protection and for provision. You're so right. And it's so, so important that as a mom, we are coming alongside, no matter whether it's COVID or not. Mm -hmm. um, if your kid is feeling anxious, sweetie, it's your responsibility to figure out how to help your son or daughter move through this anxiety of, of this COVID mess. And, and the kids are, they haven't been around people and mm. they might've been hearing, oh, so-and's people are dying. And they're one of the, yes, that parents, a lot of, a lot of fright, they're afraid their mom and dad are going to die, mm -hmm. and, but they can't, they can't process that. Right. So there's conversations that can be had and, and learning what those are to be able to have with your kids. And like, just to have friends, like making that time and figuring out a good place to, for friends and, and all of that. Moms are turning their, their um, eyes towards their homes and their families like yes. never before, like never before. It is beautiful to see, but it is also God ordained. And, right. and you know what? Even though it can be messy, even though it can be kind of chaotic, you can have peace in chaos, just so you know, and God created you for this. You are equipped, your hormones, the actual blood that runs through your veins, the way your brain fires, the size of your brain. We have all these CAT scans and MRIs of, of what happens when a child comes in the room and their mother is there. 
Like there are things, there's endorphins that are released when a baby sees its mother. And when a baby can't see its mother, the anxiety that that baby feels, we have the research that show mothers are important and mothers need to have the confidence and, you know, yeah, sure. Yelling is an issue. Biggest thing for moms is yelling, but you know what? We can figure it out. We can figure other ways to have the clarity and the confidence and the tools and the skills and the systems to, to, to have the confidence to do things a different way. And I'm just super excited that moms are literally taking the reins back to their kids and their schools. And they really are, Deb. They really, really are. I want to ask you this question too. I think um, a lot of parents in some, they'll say this, you know, out out of COVID, I connected back with my family because we were all inside. I mean, there were struggles with it. Um, but I think there was a new connection where people kind of got to know each other again. Um, you know, I said to everybody, we're not going to all be in the house separate in our rooms. If we're stuck in here together, we're going to be together. So we did projects and movies and um, discipleship and reading. I mean, we all kind of just said, okay, we're stuck with each other. But I think out of that became some renewing within the homes. Would you agree that moms kind of said, all right, I'm getting this. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. yes, And and yes, because um, the way our culture was rolling, we were all rolling at a very high speed. Everybody was complaining about being in the car all the time, the the sports, the the church, even the church, like we were all just in a whirlwind outside of our home and home became a place where you just kind of come in hugs and kisses, do your homework, go to bed, and then go out to do the real part of life that's outside of the home. And this has always been the, um, the defeat of, and, and, and contributed to the decline of the American of the family. Right. But through COVID, we were all in the home and more was taking place inside of the home and people were reconnecting. We have got to stop letting the culture define what we know to be true. They have redefined things, words like dictionary words. They're redefining. Right. Right. They don't get to do that. They They're don't. redefining moms. Yeah, oh yeah. The word, when you have something re in front of this, this is so interesting. When you have something that's re, it means what was the original is inadequate. So it needs to be re, you need to redo it, redefine it. So redefine your womanhood, redefine, uh, re-educate. I mean, these mm-hmm. are the, we need to take that power of that's the re, right. and we need to reset. We need to restore. We mm-hmm. need to reestablish we need to rediscover mm. all that God created family to be. Yeah. And it isn't, it, and it's different in every single era. How about and, this? When you're talking about re, how about revival for the moms oh, in our home? Revival. Yeah. And because inside of our home is where we are going to teach our children, not, not letting someone else reteach what we're already teaching, right. what we need to establish and tell them they're not going to tell our children what the definitions of anything is. But to do that, little mama, you gotta know. Right. And that's why like for the 
the cottage meetings that y'all have mm-hmm. yeah. and all the patriotism. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, you know, I was talking to Kimberly recently about like, how do we have patriotism in our family? I have, I had, I've had people come and tell me, Mona, all your kids are such patriots. And I'm like, well, I guess, I guess that's true. <laughs> But you, but know, you raised him that way. You shared that with him. We're you taught that with him. Right. It's <laughs> catchy, patriots. right? That's what it mean, says. Our kids catch what we are. Yeah. But we, we also got to repeat. We got to repeat. Repeat. See, it's the power of that re. It is. And I'm all about reestablishing and restoring the value to motherhood, marriage, and womanhood, which has been hijacked by the feminist uh, agenda. And I've, I've had just about enough of that feminist stuff. I was a feminist back at the beginning and um, it's a mess and it's a lie and an ism, feminism, ism is a, means it's a theory. It's not mm-hmm. a fact. Yeah. And after 55 years of this experiment, we need to just uh, let it go and quit the male bashing and right. um, elevate who we are as women and men, and just establish that strong foundation of what God says about roles, not jobs. Mm -hmm. Like they literally ripped roles out of the conversation. They sure did. And we went straight from men and women to jobs. So it's not my job to take the trash out. He needs to take the trash out. No, that's a job. Your role is a woman. Mm-hmm. A wife, a mother, a friend, right. a child of God, those That's roles. Right. And then the jobs are the things you do because of those things. Because of it, right. And really, it is all about serving one another and helping and guiding and loving. I oh, think too. About Jesus. <laughs> so, I mean, if we, like you said, if we look at this as all a job, we're going to just be disappointed, grumpy. This is just going to be a miserable setup. And I, the, film, and I, the fulfillment does not come from, from no. It comes from being, not doing. So in the academy, we teach, we teach, um, there's a- Let's talk about the academy. Let, let's oh, get okay, onto that. Right. So we can, we can go online. We can sign up for it. We can yeah, take can. our classes. We can, and we'll put all this information here so people can go ahead and get it. But you said, I'm going to actually do an academy. Come on and join us. What do we do? We sign up and we take a class. Let's yeah, know. well, this is what happened. I got so tired of trying to um, get moms to be able to be equipped and, um, and, and, you know, to be able to do this mom thing in five point Pinterest posts <laughs> or a blog. Or Instagram. And, or Instagram. And now we're at we're, the Instagram stories now are 15 seconds and I have to put the words in there. And I'm like, done, done. There, you, Plus, you were getting probably censored too, like everybody else. If you want oh, to talk about motherhood, you're probably getting censored now. I mean, come on. Oh, no, I mean, I'm pretty much leaving. <laughs> we're leaving um, Facebook in the next month and we're going to the YouTube show that the moms like us do things like this live show where we'll go deeper into um, subjects. But in the academy, each month we have a focus and we have four focuses and they, they rotate through the year. Motherhood marriage, um, self-care and spiritual growth and home and organizing and budgeting and stuff that have the phone home. Some of the most favorite ones that the girls have are like the home ones, like how to clean your house, like how to really clean a bathroom. Well, 
Like, I know that's a simple one, but I mean, we also do think other fun things about home and budgeting and things like that, that are good to know. The academy is meant to take all of four of those areas to an expert level. You should be able to become an expert. You shouldn't have to, even with the changes in, in the kids and how old they get and everything changes, you should have enough systems and skills in place and tools that you're able to not like fall apart at every at every different stage of your kids or your marriage or your home or anything that the enemy would decide to throw your way. So each month we have an expert in one of those four, those four areas, and they um, go deep in a teaching in a masterclass because it is an academy. Mm -hmm. And then the next week, there's a resource. It's kind of like um, now implement, right? An implementing resource. And then the third week is Q and A it with me. So I go live and anybody that has questions, it's just kind of that there's replays for everything. And then the very last week are special things that I want to put in. Like recently, everybody got a Starbucks gift card to go out and get it. It was a self-care month. And so you just never know what I'm going to send in your mailbox or whatever. And um, there's a, there's a monthly fee for this um, Academy because the teaching is deep. And I'm just super excited with what's going on. And the transformation that women are having is the confidence and clarity to stop this negative narrative and say, I am crushing it at motherhood. Motherhood is not going to crush me. Thank you, Mona. You're You're so inspiring. Um, I think all of us need to be constantly, like you said, mentoring and growing and seeing what resources are available. So you have some great resources. People can follow you on social media. We'll put up all your information. Um, I just love that you love moms and um, you're speaking truth to them. And in motherhood, it really is. It's, it's, it's the greatest gift any of us can, can really ask for. Um, and whether, it's a, whether you're, you're an aunt even or a grandma now, I mean, moms, women are always cultivating. We're always sharing. We're always teaching. So I think all of us um, have a lot in store for us. No matter, I, I don't have grandkids yet, but I, I can't imagine what it's like when you when you get to have your grandbabies because that's super fun too. What about to the grandmas? What do you say to the grandmas? Mm, okay, well, um, <laughs> your job isn't over, but it takes yes. on a new, a brand new, wonderful turn in nurturing. Um, God has created women to nurture. That's part of our, our essence. Our gift. Again, it's hormonal. There's, you know, there's lots of stuff. There's actually science to back it up. And um, as you come alongside as a grandma, I have two things that I would encourage you to do. The first one is um, encourage your kids. Don't instruct them like your kids. When, um, when I am with my um, son and daughter-in-law, I look for at every turn to tell them what great parents they are, because uh. they are good parents. If they weren't great, maybe I wouldn't say great, but I would say, I would use a term. You're so attentive. Just find something. You make okay. life fun. Okay. And do, to support them. Your job is to support them and not teach them. They will have to learn all the things that you had to learn too. And their kids will disappoint them. And so to encourage them that they'll get through it and you're doing good. And if you need any help, then please 
Please know, ask. <laughs> I'm here for you. I read a book. It's called um, How to Raise Adult, How to Be a Parent to an Adult, because our parenting is over, but we're kind of, we're still mom and dad. Sure. And it, the name of the book says it all. It's um, uh, Keep Your Mouth Shut and Leave the Welcome Mat Out. Oh, all yeah. right. So just encourage and, and do all that. And then the second thing has to do with the grandkids. Yes. Let them know how much you love them and how connected you are to them. Make that bond work. Don't tell them, oh, you're so pretty. You're so smart. You know, we don't need to encourage them in those things. You need to instill value and identity into them. Yes. One of the things that I do when I, um, as soon as my grandsons run up to me, I take their hand, their face in my hand <laughs> and I say, what are my eyes telling you? And they say that you love me. And uh -uh. I say, I do love you. And God loves you too. Amen. And that does, to have those little things that you Moments. always do with them, like it's repetitive, they expect that. And that we, I've been doing that for a really long time. And then we, we bless them and we pray over them um, as we're leaving. Even if it's a, it's a fast thing, oh, God bless you. And I know God's going to be there for you. And you know, when you get up there, you're going to be brave and you know, I'm praying you're going to be brave and let them know that God is the center of your relationship and mm -hmm. your life. And then um, pass that legacy of acceptance and love for who they are, not what they do onto right. them. So those are my two advice. That, I guess that would work for moms too. Right. Well, I think uh, I find that sometimes, you know, we'll be at events and people be like, well, I'm a grandma. I, I don't have any young children. Oh. What am I supposed to do? And I said, boy, you are in the best seat ever. You know, that, that gray hair that you have, that we were, we were coloring it up or, or, or displaying it, that wisdom is so, so important. And I just want grandmas to know, geez, take your rightful spot, encourage, inspire, and speak. Because I remember my grandparents, I remember, I, I, you just, there's a special place and we should make the most of every, every time in our life, whether it's young children or our grandparents. Um, so thanks, Mona. You're so, um, so to all our moms, great resource here. The Moms Like Us Academy. Go ahead, sign up, uh, follow Mona on all her social media because she does do a lot of social media. I always enjoy hearing from you on social media. And um, thanks for loving the mamas. Oh, you're welcome. I, I don't know. I, I've thought about quitting more than more you times. Can't. Oh my gosh, there's, this is a lot of work. Just so you know. But my sons, all my kids, always come back. Mom, you'd be doing it in the grocery store. You might as well reach more, more moms than, than what's in the grocery store. So I'll keep doing it. I'll keep doing it. All right. Well, we look forward to having you on again, Mona. Thank you. God bless you and all that you're doing. And well, um, Paul, I love what you do. All right. Thank you. Have a great day, Mona. Thanks Thank for joining you. us. All right, everyone. Wasn't that great to have Mona with us? She is wonderful. Again, stop by, look at all her information. She is a part of our team. And she will be speaking actually um, at some of our upcoming conferences. So you'll be able to maybe meet Mona in person. So thanks for joining us. We, um, we love the mamas. And remember, we are moms changing our world one home at a time. Thanks, moms. Talk to you soon.